I said at the beginning of this teaching of the cost of discipleship making the shift, I said I was going to be slow by design because one of the things we have to understand is that making disciples is very important to Jesus. It's very important because it is his chosen method whereby we are to spread the good news of salvation. Uh, we were told to make disciples. And in Christendom, one of the fallacies among men is that we have, been, we have become great at making everything but disciples. So much so that the believer's attention is no longer on the gospel of Jesus, but the gospel of self. So there's this thing now where everything is about acquiring more for you. More houses, more cars, more things, and nothing's wrong with things. But the problem comes in is when things now are in the place of Jesus, where things are first, self is first, and Jesus has become subordinate. And we've seen in Luke, if you just want to go there uh, for the sake, just to give them uh, our foundation of text, Luke 14. Uh, but one of the things, again, we, we have become experts at as uh, focusing on self. So when I get the business, man of God, it's really not an avenue whereby the gospel message can be preached. Because it's all about the acquisition of more money. So when I get the car, or learn how to get the car, get whatever, so it, it, it never comes out of my mouth that it's because of the goodness of Jesus that I was able to do what I... Even to the uh, idea, we've made great leaders, and we need great leaders. But throughout this teaching, we discovered that a, a great leader is born out of being a disciple first because there has to be humility in order to become a leader, a great leader, that is. Are you with me? So, so now, consequently, when we do it out of place, you have great leaders, but they're not great disciples. So just as soon as I'm qualified or certified of giving a title, now it's time for me, man, to God, to start my worldwide ministry. Why? Because I don't understand discipleship. So there's no working together. And again, the apostles were disciples first. Are you here? So, again, making disciples is important. You may want to write this down. It's important because it is the Lord's chosen method of spreading the good news of salvation through Jesus. Now, again, notice I said the good news. And we're going to get to this throughout this teaching. And it's understanding the good news in light of the risen Savior. It's understanding Jesus' death. What did that mean? For, what? Does that mean for me? Are you here? His burial. What does that mean to me? His resurrection. What does that mean for the new creation of Christ? Watch this. His seeing, seeing him, his ascension and his seeing. How does that apply to my life as a new creation of Christ? See, without understanding that, then you could be in error when it comes to preaching the gospel. Why? Because there should be liberation in the gospel. That's why Jesus said, and you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. And if I'm still trying to be, uh, 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 if I'm still trying to make myself acceptable to God by doing something, keeping a bunch of rules and rituals and doing a bunch of things to be right before God, I submit to you, ladies and gentlemen, that is not the true gospel. Not when I'm working to be right before God. Are you here? So it's understanding the gospel in light of the resurrected Jesus. Matthew 28, 19. Let me show you something. Are you here? Notice you know, just let me recap. Matthew 28, 19. Go, therefore, and make what? Disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mark 16, 15. 
And I want to show you these two because, again, this is his chosen method of making disciples. Mark 16, 15. Again, just look, look throughout the nation. Look throughout the land. There's not a lot of, when you look at, uh, at the multitude of people who, who are Christians, when you meet someone, be it out and about, they don't know if you're saved or not. But how many people are coming up to you trying to attempt minister to share the gospel? And watch this. There are many Christians, but every Christian is not a Christian disciple. Hey, you're a Christian. Yeah, and we'll go to heaven. But are you a Christian disciple? There's a huge difference. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the what? Gospel to every creature. Again, it's understanding the good news, and we're going to get to that. I know we won't today, but we will get to that throughout this teaching. Now, write this down again, and I must say this. Give, we give you uh, this definition again for the Greek term for disciple. It's the Greek word, mathetist, which means student or a learner. It's, it's more than that, though, but a disciple is a student. Someone say student. Amen. A learner. And in Christendom, we're every religion has disciples. Islam has disciples. Buddhism has disciples. Whatever religion, they all have disciples. But for the Christian, we're disciples of Christ and Christ alone. I want to show you something. But a disciple is a follower of someone, of course, who, who adheres completely to the teachings of another. And for the believer, that would be who for us? Christ. So we adhere completely to the teachings of who? Christ. And, those, and, and we use those teachings to, uh, as a uh, rule whereby we govern our lives. So the discipline comes through the teachings of Christ. Well, how come you don't do this based upon the teachings of Christ? I choose not to live that type of lifestyle. Why? Because I'm a student of Christ. Are you here? Then two, true disciples, they're very ardent. In other words, they are intensely devoted to the teachings of Christ. Then two, they're eager, enthusiastic. When you really understand what he paid, the price that Christ paid for you, you, you know, your posture will remain the same. You're going to forever be happy and excited. Why? Because I understand what life really means. I understand that his burden, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. If this thing becomes tumultuous, man, I, then you haven't been set free. It shouldn't be like work. Are you here? So biblically speaking, a Christian believer is a disciple of Christ and Christ alone. Who's with me? You guys are giving me that look. I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks, so get with me. It's good to see you. I'm glad to see you. No, 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 I don't, no, 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 clap. I'm not, I didn't say that for that. But she's right here, though. And if I need to tag her in. You ready? Oh, she, I, I, I know she's ready. But it, it, if I keep getting that look, and it's coming more so from this side, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay right here and over. There's a good vibe coming over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So a, a, a Christian disciple is a disciple of Jesus and Jesus who? Along. Now, we're recapping, but I, I showed you, you have to become a student of Christ. Learn his ways. Because you can't start off as a student, but because I haven't disciplined myself in the teachings of Christ, you can go wayward. Oh, yeah. You went from 
believing in Christ meant a God to, well, you know, the way society's moving, the way the world's going, I, I, I just don't believe God was that narrow-minded. I believe there are, other sort, there are other ways to the Father. Well, that's not what he teaches. Are you here? And again, not all of Jesus' father, followers were willing to make such a commitment. And I showed you this in Luke. I'm sorry, John. Let's go here. John 6, 66 through 69. Let me refresh your memory. This is right after he fed the 5,000 and he began to give them a lesson on it. And uh, actually, they were looking for the wrong thing. And as a result, they thought Jesus was talking about literally eating this flesh. Uh, notice what the Word of God says. It says, and as a result of this, many of his what? Disciples, what they do? Abandon him and no longer walk with him. That's why you must become a student of the word. So when truths that you have not seen are revealed to you through the word, I can eat it. See, they didn't discern what Jesus was saying because they were too busy uh, trying to uh, receive what he was saying in the flesh. Spiritual things are foolishness to the natural mind. They must be spiritually discerned. So, Lord, what's the spiritual significance behind? I haven't heard this, but I see it in your word. Help me chew this. Are you here? Verse 67. So when Jesus, so Jesus said to the 12 disciples, what did he say? You do not want to leave too, do you? Simon Peter answered, Lord. To whom shall we go? I, I wanted to show this because, again, beloved, the believer in Jesus believes in his teachings and his teachings alone. I can appreciate truths in other religions. Because for the most part, they all have some smidgen of truth. But Christ is the embodiment of truth. I'm not hating on you. If that's your thing, you do it. I just know who I'm following. <laughs> Y'all missed that. Are you here? You, are, you what? Alone. Notice what he said. You not you and somebody else. You alone have the words of what? Eternal life. You are our only hope. Jesus is our only hope. And when you look at the direction of where the world is going, beloved, you, one, you need to understand the importance of what it means to be a disciple and that life can only be found in Christ. Acts 4.12, let me show you something. ERV. Peter said, you alone have the words of eternal life. You, who's our only hope? Jesus. Acts 4.12. Look at this. Who's the only one? Come on, help me read. Jesus is the only one who can save people. Hold on. Let's read that again real slow. Ready? Let's read. Jesus is the only one. Who can save people? Let's say it one more time just, just to cement it. Jesus is the only one who can save people. So salvation cannot be found in no other name, I think your translation says. His name <laughs> is the only power in the world. <sighs> That has been given to save anyone. We must be saved through him. See, see, I either, see, I can't believe that, Brother James, and some other stuff. <laughs> I can't believe it can be found in Jesus' daughter and somebody else. It's his name, his name only. That's what I believe as his student. That should be the disposition of a Christian. Are you here? 
Now, I showed you this uh, some weeks ago. This is a good review to me. And, and I'll show you this, that we know from the Bible passage that, that sheep are a symbol of true believers who follow Christ. We've seen this throughout uh, the scriptures where we see sheep a lot of times. It's, it's making reference to a true believer of Christ. And Jesus said that his sheep hear his voice and they follow him. Not them. My sheep know my voice, and they follow me, him, not them. Not me, minister, and a little bit of them. Me. Are you here? John 10, let me show you. See, this could, this, this could be boring to someone who's not a disciple or don't understand being a student and a learner. Again, because we have been so... anesthetized, if you will, to everything on us now. So if it doesn't have to do with me, I don't want to hear it. If it's not about me being delivered and coming out and breakthrough and season and my season and my getting over and me living my best life, I don't want to hear it. Listen. <laughs> when Christ has set you free, see, you have to know that I'm, whether you feel free or not, you have to know that I'm free. Listen, deliverance came with your salvation. That's why, that's why my mind now has to be renewed. You see, your mind has to catch up with your new birth experience. Why? Because those mindsets and those emotions that were created by those mindsets still have me feel like I'm not broken. I mean, it still has me feel like I'm not free. But you are free. You just have to realize that you're being set free. And move in agreement with what the word said, not with how you feel. And if I keep preaching to you every week that you're going to get delivered, see, see now your body craves that. And you, no, you're already delivered. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so now I just need to walk in that freedom, man of God, whereby Christ has set me free. Are you here? So we keep hearing about delivered. Honey, you're already delivered. And, 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 let me t and I submit to you, some of this stuff is not about, about you being delivered. Some of it just boils down to stop making dumb decisions. Stop making bad choices. Stop hanging around the wrong people. Get out of the wrong environments. Everything is not demonically influenced. Some people just make dumb decisions. And we use the devil as a scapegoat. Then Jesus said to them, again, most surely I say to you, oh, I am. Circle, I am. No, John 7, 10, 7. You, you got to, who, who remember what I am? Who remembers I am? See, we students, guys, you have to go back, look at your notes. He's not just saying I am as if you and I would say I am. Then Jesus said to them, Again, most surely, I say to you what? I am. No, this the same I am before Abraham when Jesus said that the religious leaders uh, ridiculed him and accused him of blasphemy because he was declaring, I am Yahweh. Listen, I am the door of the sheep. Who's the door of the sheep? Jesus. All whoever came before me are thieves and robbers. Hold on. It, 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 I took you all the way back to Genesis, where in the beginning they used to call on Yahweh, talking about the way. Okay? Watch this now. So notice he says, all whoever came before me, not before the word, because the word was in the beginning. And the word 
was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word, you keep reading John, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So all who, who, all, all who became, all who ever came before me were what? Thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. Who's the door? Who? Notice he, he doesn't say, I am one of the doors. Meaning, there are no other doors. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. What, what did we just read in Acts uh, 4 and 12? Who's the only one that can save? Who? Some of you are saying it like you're ashamed of him. Who? Say it like you mean it. If you're not sure, beloved, get sure. See, some of you said that like it, it, there could be some others. Who, can, who? If anyone enters by me, will be saved. So enters by who? I'm gonna give you one more chance to to say this like you mean it. By who? Boy, who you around? Listen, if if you're ashamed, watch your circle of influence. I love Jesus. Not ashamed to say, listen, I'm not studying in my best English. Who don't like it? And if I'm wrong, let me be wrong. Why are you upset? It's my choice. But I know I'm not, because he is the way. I am the door. Anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and will go out and find pastor. Okay, again, the thief does not what? Come, verse 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy. Again, for those who may haven't heard this before, may never heard this, right here, circle that word thief, is not talking about the devil. Because I hear some of you, when you're doing your, your preaching, Satan comes still, kill and destroy. John 10, why did he mention Satan? What is, why, why? <laughs> Nowhere in this, now, Satan may be the impetus or the motivating force Behind some folks stealing, killing, and destroying, creating destruction. But here, daughter, he's not talking about Satan. The thieves here were religious leaders or anyone leading people away or teaching that there's another way of salvation other than Jesus. That's what he means by thieves here. Anyone who claimed a way of salvation other than Jesus. That's who the thief is. So anyone who's teaching man to God that there's another way, they're robbers and thieves. And robbing people of the truth. But I have come that they may have life and have it how? See, life and, life and more abundantly can only be found in who? So a true disciple of Jesus is a proponent of Christ's teaching and his teaching alone. And see, in the days and times that we're living in, we have to know this. Because now we live in a culture who, who are dibbling and dabbling, even believers who have accepted cultural Synchronism, cultural synchronism. And what that is, it's when individuals start taking their religious beliefs and they blend them together to create a new practice or philosophy or idea, man of God. In other words, you, you could serve, uh, you, you are a, a dog worshiper, I'm a believer, and you are a cat worshiper, and we blend what you believe, what I believe, and we're all right. 
See, that's what kind of world we're living in. Where we're blending Islam and Christianity. No, we, if that's your thing, yeah, but we can't blend them in and say we're doing the same thing. No. So I can't blend Hinduism with Christianity and say, yeah, this is the new way. Are you here? And you have people, the, the, the savants, if you will, those who are real free thinkers and very intelligent. Nothing wrong with being intelligent, but when your intelligence moves you in error, you are too smart for your own good. Now, I say that again. I, I tweet that. When my intelligence moves me away from truth, I am too smart. For my own good. Yeah. You hear people say, well, truth is relative. Anybody ever hear people saying that? Meaning that uh, truth can differ according to one's personal Position of observation. In other words, uh, this thing may be true to you, even though it's not. But based upon your personal observation, it could be true. Then, based upon mine, it could be true. Well, which, which which one is it? Are you here? especially when it comes to talking about the God that we serve. I'm a male. Right? So when we say, just to give you an example, truth is relative, uh, I can start thinking, I'm a female. And since truth is relative, some will, okay, well, well, he is, well, based upon my opinion, how I feel, and, you know, and that, so that becomes an accepted norm. Because truth is relative, depending on who you're talking to. Huh. Interesting. This may hurt, but truth is not relative. Just let me give you an example. When you have multiple religions who are competing for the same claims or when multiple religions make competing claims, one has to be right and one has to be wrong. Oh, they all have to be wrong. But one has to be right and one has to be wrong. Are you here? In, in, other words, in other words, there cannot be one unique supreme God and millions of deities at the same time. Which one is it? So we got one supreme God. Then we got all these other gods. Now, he is, there are other things devoted as gods, but Jesus is the only living God. Stand, stand right here, daughter, for a second. Yeah, you stand right here. Yeah, six feet. I, I'm not gonna get on you, honey, because you looked at me like like stand like like how how close? Okay, L look at them. We six feet. Let me see. One, two, three. Okay. Now, two opposites. Both can't be right in the same sense at the same time about the same thing not two opposites. One has to be right. One has to be wrong. She's a female. I'm male. If I'm declaring I'm a female, she's declaring she's a female, one of us is lying. Both, hold on. Both of us 
can't be right. Not talking about female gender. Somebody has to be right and somebody has to be wrong. I'm a female. What are you? No, I'm a female. I'm a female. I'm the right way. I'm it. Which one of us is right? Y'all don't know that one either, huh? Not, not sure about Jesus. Not sure about male and female. Hold on. See, because it's divided. Which one of us are female? By sh- hold on. By a showing of hands. And it, by, it, it better not be now one of y'all. Raise your hand on me. All those who are in favor that I'm a female, raise your hand. So when we, listen, so when we declare, when Jesus declares that I am the way, he's not one way of many ways or one of many ways. He is the way. So if we're all claiming somebody has to be right and somebody has to be wrong. That's why when Thomas didn't know, when Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you, and, and Thomas was like, well, how shall we know? I'm going to tell you how you should know. Thank you, daughter. Let me tell you how you can know. So anybody who confused, well, I like everybody claiming the truth. How do we know, man of God? John 14, 5 and 6. Are you here? John 14, 5 and 6. <laughs> Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. Again, they must be spiritually discerned. And how can we know the way? Pastor, we got this out here. We got this out here. We got this. How can we know the way? <laughs> Jesus said to him, and to them, And to you and I, I am, hold on, I am, no, please circle I am, I am the way, so if he's the truth, we need to stop all this truth is relative stuff, no, he's the truth, see, everybody can't be, when we're talking about God, we, I mean, if we got all these different religions, we all can't be. Somebody, one has to be superior. Are you here? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Listen, beloved. Christ, man of God, cannot be the only way. You follow me? And one of many ways to the Father. Listen, Christ cannot be the only way and only one of many ways. Do you get what I'm saying? So he can't be the only way, then at the same time be one of many ways. No, he is. Just as a thief, I'm now back to John 10, just as a thief climbs over the wall, of the sheep gate bypassing the gate, false teachers, listen, attempt to bypass Jesus. And some have gotten so clever, you know, they now, so, so what some religions do now, they, they admit that it came in the flesh. But see, it's, it's more than that. But you have to see him as being God who came in the flesh. Are you here? Notice, I am is the covenant name of Yahweh. In this phrase, I am speaks of self-sufficiency and self-existence, or what theologians uh, consider aseity, meaning having no other source, having no source other than self. 
being that all others are dependent upon Christ for life, breath, existence. He is dependent upon no one. Are you here? So a Christ disciple is a follower of Christ, sister, Shitu, and Christ what? Alone. Not a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I can love you with the love of Christ without accepting your school of thought or beliefs. I, 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 I can love you. I have friends of different, but, but I'm not, hey, hey, if that's you, hey, man, but, but don't try to persuade me that we all in the same, we're not in the same lane when your beliefs totally different from what Christ teaches. Are you here? Let me show you something. So you have to watch out. This is a long review, isn't it? But it's good. <laughs> See, look. I'm not impressed with material things. I'm impressed when someone knows their word. That's impressed. That's impressed to me. When you understand what it means to be a true disciple. And you can clearly articulate that and other people are converted. That's what impresses me, not cars and houses and things. That's not, see, that's not even a good witness to claim to be a believer. And, 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 and with all my stuff, nobody wants to know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. With all that. With all, you know, floors imported from Dubai and still won't even, yeah, look at this. This is from Dubai. And not even interested in the Jesus that you serve because they don't understand discipleship or how to clearly articulate. But you impressed. They like your floors and going straight to hell because they don't know Jesus. You want that on your watch? <laughs> huh? See, I'm not impressed, ladies, and you should be impressed with the muscles <laughs> and the height. Whether he... I have to bring balance because when I say tall, the little people get mad. When I say little, the tall people get mad. So whether he's short or tall or in the middle... Don't be impressed with that. That, that's, that shouldn't be impressed. What, what, what should impress you the most is that when I can take the teachings of Christ and share them with Hulk Hogan or whoever he is, and now Hulk Hercules wants to become a disciple of Christ. Now that's impressive. So we have to watch out for this suedo intellectual babble. What do I mean by that? What, what do I mean by that? Now, you know, people can, you know, they talk real fancy and sound real good. And they know what they know. But you also have to know what you know. Whereby you are not beguiled and moved off course. Let me show you something. Colossians 2 and 8, AMPC. Let me show you this. <laughs> you can't be moved off Persuasive words, fancy language. You hear? See to it. Do you see this? That no one carries you off as spoil you or make you yourselves captive by this so-called philosophy and intellectualism, and vain deceits. Idle fancies and plain what? Do you see this? You remember earlier we talked about that cultural synchronism? Oh, man, nah. see, bro, man, let me tell you, you old, man, you old pimping. They start running. They just talk crazy. Now, nah, let, let, let me hear, let, let me hear, let me hear if you're pimping. You old school. You, you, you got to come up to speed. That's old way of thinking, man. Now everything is accepted, bruh. 
It, it's the way the world is flowing, man. Don't be so small-minded. Especially to my daughters, watch out for these these clowns out here. Know your word. I'm almost done because I can tell this this is too much information just for a review. But the stuff I've been giving you. See, how can two walk together except they agree? Don't be unequally yoked. Listen, we, we can't flow together if we're not on the same vein relative to our religious beliefs. Well, listen, baby, listen, I ain't, I'm, you know, I'm not in that Christianity stuff. You know, I ain't that man-made religion. Without going, well, whatever religion thought, whatever school of thought you are, who you think made that? And one is not a, Christianity is not a made man religion. And again, man didn't write the Bible. They wrote as God spoke, as they were inspired. Are you here? Yeah, girl, 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 I'm God. No, that's how they talk. You have to be careful with what you follow and what you believe in. Are you here? <laughs> so, so, so you God, right? Well, God, why are you driving my car? No, 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 hold on. God, why are you staying at my place, God? God, why are you borrowing money from me, God? God, why are you still living with mama, God? Create your own God. <laughs> following tradition, watch this, following human tradition. What? Watch this. Look, man, they got men's ideas of material rather than spiritual. So, so now we got all this new stuff. Just crude notions, watch this, following the rudimentary and elementary teachings of what? The universe and disregarding the, see, there it go, the what? Teachings. So a disciple of Jesus' daughter are strict adherence to who? His teachings and his teachings alone. Christ the who? Messiah. Do you see this? I speak to the universe, and the universe gives me. Now, we serve such an awesome God who created the universe. Hold on. And, and when you speak, it goes into the universe. And, and since God created, matter of fact, he created what we see now with his words spoken. And so the way he created the universe, it has to respond to his order. So when I say something, it's not actually the universe yielding, to you, yielding things to you as much as the universe cooperating with the God of the universe. Put down somewhere. Ephesians 4, 12 and 14, three minutes. Ah. Oh. I might need another five. See, this, see, we have, this, this is the problem in a lot of churches. We haven't become students. We're not disciples. That's why, that's why people flesh out of control. 
We don't, again, if it's not on us, we don't want, we, it, it's like, it, like, it's a bad thing about when you're not a student, when you start learning to read stuff, it, it, you know, you be saying, oh man, give me, give me a headache. Mm. Then they go get on Facebook and social media for hours. Let's start at, start at verse 12. Let me show you something. And, and this is the whole purpose why we need to become students. That's why the, these tribes says it's important, because we, we, we are being trained by those God has placed in the church. Watch this. Christ gave these gifts to prepare God's holy people for the work. I'm talking about uh, apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. Uh, gave these gifts to prepare God's holy people what? For the work of serving, to make the body of Christ stronger. This work must continue until we all what? Join together in what we what we believe, talking about teachings of Christ, and in what we know about the Son of God. <clears throat> Our goal is to become like a foregrown man, to look just like Christ, and have all his perfect, uh, perfection. Keep going. Watch this. Then, see, that, that, that maturity comes through, or that perfection comes through maturing. And now let me say this because I hear people saying this. When the Bible says, be ye perfect, and I've taught you this for years ago, uh, just as Christ is perfect, he's not saying be perfect in the sense of being flawless. That's not going to happen. That's an illusion. Perfect there in the Greek, in Matthew, perfect there, it means to be spiritually mature, to be full grown. So it's, he's not talking about perfect in the sense that you'll never miss it, but perfect is talking about maturity. Be mature. Grow up spiritually. If you, listen, there's only one that's perfect. In that sense, that's Jesus. But, but there's always a few. <laughs> Who believe that they are perfect. And they are in a religious wreck. Because they're trying to be perfect. Ooh, I said a bad word. I'm going ahead. Ooh, I did that. Ooh, I'm going ahead. Ooh, I did that. Ooh, ooh. When those of us who understand faithful new creation in Christ, hold up, that I'm living from the faith of Jesus. I'm not perfect. Not going to be perfect in that sense of being flawless. And when I fall, he still sees me as righteous. If I say a bad word, I'm still going to heaven. Yes, religious folk, I'm still going to heaven. If I slap the taste out your mouth, I still, my name is still written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Because I'm living from the faith of Jesus and what he did satisfied the Father, not what I do. Now, Am I telling you to go slap the taste out of someone's mouth? Is Sister Gibbons here? She knows that verse. A fool's mouth calls for blows. So listen, sometimes you invite people to smack you in your mouth by running your mouth. Now, no, 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 listen, I'm not saying go around slapping people. I'm saying that if I do slap you, my name is still written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I don't have to come back and say, Jesus, 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 save me again. I'm already saved, sanctified, and still know how to pop you in your mouth if it calls for it. Now, apologize. Hey, look, I ain't mean to bust your lip, but you, you, you asked for it. <laughs> And if you say it again, I'm going to pop you again. Okay, I'm just serious now. Come on. Watch this. D did we read all these verses? Verse 14. Then we will no longer what? Be what? Like who? Then we will no longer be like babies. We will not be people who are always what? Changing like a ship. That the waves carry from uh, one way to another. We will not be, see, here, here we go right here. See, Atlanta's finest. Chelsea. Listen, watch this. Don't put the camera on because we have 
famous people here too. God is good. I don't put you on spot because, you know, people be flocking just to do selfies and stuff. <laughs> That's how y'all, I see y'all today. <laughs> Look what he said. We would not be influenced by every new teacher. See, when I'm a Christ disciple, every little thing don't move me. Look how smooth it sounds. See, those who've been tossed and fro and believe in everything are people who haven't matured as disciples. Won't discipline themselves to be students. Study to show ourselves approved. Watch this. Uh, they would not be influenced by every new teaching. We hear what? From people who are trying to. Hey, look, thieves and robbers, do y'all get it? Anyone who tells you that there's another way to salvation other than Jesus, they're thieves and robbers. They're deceiving us, deceiving you. Those who make clever plans and use every kind of trick to fool others into following the wrong way. And we don't think understanding discipleship is important. Last verse says, 1 John 4, 1 through three. You with me? Again, thank you so much for your patience and working with me. I know you this is not what you especially it's hard to come out after Pastor T. Because she, she had you chores up the whole time. From the time she come out, the whole time. I'm like, Lord, wow, that, that, that's awesome. Y'all here? My dear friends, many. False prophets, crystal, are where? In the world now. So don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they're forgotten. Now, let me help correct some of you others who are here saying, test the spirit by the spirit. That is not what the Bible says. Put the, the King James. I know they like the King James. King James. Verse 1, the verse we just read, what verse? Okay. And every spirit, no, go back up to verse, verse 1. You, okay. Beloved, believe it not every spirit, but what? Try the spirits whether they are of God. Or New King James says test the spirit. Watch it. He doesn't say test the spirit by the spirit. And perhaps that's why some been falling prey. To those spirits. You've been testing it by it. No. He said, test, go back to the ERV, the spirit, whether they are of God. Big difference. See, do you live? Facebook live prayer. Oh, Father God, we come to you right now. We're testing the spirit by the spirit. We're testing the spirit by the spirit. Ah. And you be putting up little hands. Yeah, yeah, hallelujah. Putting my own kind of signs like you speaking in tongues. You putting up the question mark, the period, the hyphen, and that's you speaking in tongues. You in it. And they started off on the wrong foot. So be careful who you just follow. Some of these folk never read the Bible. But God, and let me tell you something. God is not going to reveal anything to you that's beyond or outside of his word. So stop following people who got a word from God that's not in the word of God.
So he said, so don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see what? If they're of God. Now, how, do we, how can we recognize? Look at verse 2. This is how you can recognize God's spirit. How? Okay, watch this. How can I recognize if it's God's spirit? One spirit says what? I believe that Jesus is the what? Messiah who came to earth and became a man. So notice, not just that he was in the flesh, but that he's God in the flesh and became a man. That spirit is from who? God. And another spirit refused to say this about Jesus. So anyone who says, I believe in Jesus, I, yeah, I believe he was here, but I don't think he's God in the flesh, then that spirit is not of God. Are you here? This is the spirit of the enemy, or your Bible probably says Antichrist. Antichrist just means opponent of the Messiah, or one who goes against Christ. That's all it means. Nothing real deep. It's just an opponent of the Messiah. You have heard that the enemy of Christ is coming, and now he is already what? In the world. Beloved, you cannot embrace every message preached based upon someone's reputation or, their condi- or, or, their, or by their credentials. You just can't embrace it because they're a doctor, so-and-so, or such and such. Or because they have a following. No, you must listen carefully and cautiously to their Christology. When I, what I mean by Christology, that's the study of the person and work of Christ. It's understanding the hypostatic union. That is, uh, the hypostatic union describes how God the Son, talking about Jesus Christ, took on human nature, yet remained fully God at the same time. It's understanding Christ in his fullness as God and man. Not that he was just a good prophet or a good messenger, but he's God in the flesh. Are you here? The Christian disciple, someone say Christian disciple, completely adheres to the teachings of Jesus, makes Christ their number one priority, and they live accordingly. They're also actively involved, watch this, in making other disciples. I can't follow. A a, a true disciple is not a disciple of this and a disciple of that and this and that. No, I'm either a proponent of what Christ said or what they all say. And that's I why so many people are confused. They haven't been, they haven't settled themselves enough to learn about the God that they, and y'all hear me say all the time, there's nothing like a, a Christian who won't learn about the God that you serve. How is it that Someone of this faith knows more about the God that you serve, and you, you topsy-turvy because you haven't become a disciple of what you believe. And watch this. It, it, it's hard to even, when we get to understanding the gospel message, which is the good news, without understanding being what it means to be a disciple, you can't even articulate that with clarity. Because I'm not a disciple, a student of him. And a student of Christ knows Christ in his totality. A disciple understands what the death, burial, resurrection, the ascension, and the seeing means for the new creation in Christ. Are you here? Christ is not one of many ways. Don't worry about who don't like it. Because people get odious with you when you say stuff like that. Oh, they just become highly offensive. You're just narrow-minded. Let me be narrow-minded. But if his teaching says he is the way, that's what I believe. 
He's not one of many ways. He is the way. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.